Hey, this is Matteo Lane. I'm Emma Wilman. And this is Inside the Closet. Inside the Closet. Welcome back <laughs> to another episode. This is Close Like It's Singing. Welcome back to another episode of Inside the Closet. It's me, Emma, with... Matteo. How you doing? Good. I, I, I have so much to talk to you about, about tell you. Me, tell me. Oh, no. Why? No, good. But I'm just like, be, because you and I have been traveling more than we've ever traveled. I don't even see you or talk to you anymore. And then in my bet, head, I'm like, is Emma mad at me? I bet we're traveling. No. Uh, also, I bet I'm thinking about myself so much because I feel like I'm like hanging on by a thread that I bet we're, <laughs> but I bet we're actually, uh, for me, I actually think I'm traveling less than I used to. I think I just am more rattled by it because I'm older and I didn't do it for like a year and a half. So it's not the traveling it's my travel systems down packed i'm never more organized than when i travel my getting through the airport is where i shine that's fine it's the getting back to new york and then the life stuff that piles up and dealing with that that i have a that is the bump in the road right yeah i'm not good with travel i mean i'm a pro at it but i've traveled i think in 16 cities in two months and i am that's crazy that probably is more than any traveling anytime. That's crazy. Oh, I'm like depleted. Like, I don't even want to go on stage right now. Like I did this weekend in Kentucky and I'm like, out, out. I've never been I, to Kentucky. Well, the, the uh, they were good crowds. I had a few walkouts. People got up and what? left and they heard I was gay. No. But just a few. Um, what? Yeah. Do you think they didn't look at, they just went to the show that night and didn't? Probably. I think that they were like, well, there's a comedy club. Let's just go see who's performing. And then and they, they were like, oh, you're gay. And then they got up and left. One couple was an older guy with a Christmas sweater on, which I thought it was so funny that he called me a queer, which he doesn't even realize that that's good. Um, Wait a minute. While you're on stage, so you say I'm gay, and then it's immediate reaction to that. No, he. So he was with his wife, right? And she was way younger, and he. They were talking throughout my entire set, and texting and talking and texting and talking. And so finally, like I just looked and I was like, "Are you guys gonna like keep texting?" And I kept trying to make jokes with him. He wasn't having it. And finally, they got up and they walked out. And the gays behind them, who were sitting at the same table, were like, "Thank God that they left." They, I, we were looking at his phone. He was texting. We came to a comedy show and some dumb queers on stage. They shouldn't and have I was, told you that. I was like, I don't care. Mm. That doesn't bother me, really. I mean, I'm more bothered by, like, knowing my ex is somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, I had a friend who texted me, oh, I see your ex right now. And I was like, I, we shouldn't have texted me this. This really derailed, this completely undermined my... So that's interesting because I'm the opposite. I would much rather, if I knew, if someone said some dumb queers on stage, I'd feel so sad because I'd be like, yeah, I know I'm funny looking, like I'm sorry, which is a problem. I'll talk about... Why would you say you're sorry? You're not... I don't know. What? I'd feel bad. I'd be like, I'm sorry. I'd be like, I don't know. It's weird. No, I did have someone who was a friend of mine who I love texted me and said, oh, I see your ex. Now that I wouldn't mind, but I've learned to never do that. And the, I did that once to someone who was also Italian to do really broad strokes. It was mayhem, pandemonium. Um, it's a family friend. Her and I are friends too. It's an ex of hers that I'd known. And my mom's always like, do not bring 
let's say his name's Sam. Do not bring Sam up to Karen. Do not do it. Don't. She will not disengage. And I know that. <laughs> it's and she's like, she's like, don't bring him up to me. He triggers, he's like triggering. And for I had had dinner with her like two nights before, and I was walking around Union Square and I was like, oh my god, I see him with the dog. And then she like and I shouldn't have done that. Cause she like was like asking me a lot. She's like, where is he going? I don't, I don't ask questions. Like I do, I am happy that I'm in therapy, but for some reason, I don't know what it was about it. My friend texted me, Hey, I see your ex. And I like, like inside completely derailed. Like what time of day was ended up crying at a Chipotle when I was eating with Evan Williams, like just like derailed. And I, all I wrote back was, I don't want to know this. And then they wrote back, Oh, so sorry. Like, you know, you're right. Sorry. But I don't know what it was about it that like, compl- like, I mean, if it was like a train was moving all of a sudden, like a bomb just blew it up and it flew off. It's the, the out of sight, out of mind. That is, I, I had someone once that was like years later was like, Oh, I just saw that your ex got married and was having a baby. And I was like, even though it was so many years later, I was like, Oh really? It, so it just kind of like shakes you a little bit. And yours is recent. What, why does it shake you so much? I think it's not it's you a- specifically, but people in people, general. Maybe it's that people you try to pretend the person died. Isn't alive. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> That's like a weird thing. Wait, so now I want to know about you because you've been through a lot and I've, it has been a little hard to get a hold of you. And I'm like, okay, I think Emma's like very busy. So I can't take this personally. I see that you're running around. But in my mind, I was like, Emma hates me. Absolutely not. That's no how much way. of a narcissist I am, by the way. No, not at all. I have been running around a good amount and then I've been auditioning again, which has been tricky. I had an audition. I've been auditioning a lot again, which is fine. It's fine. I said no to an audition. I normally never do. I said no to good. one. It was very easy to say no to though, because um because I was reading the script and the character said the N-word and I was like, oh what? Yeah, I mean, but it's a it's a script. Like it's like the person. I think I know. Like, was it our friend's TV show? Yeah, and that was easy yes. to say no to because I was like, oh no 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 no. We I I know a friend who said yes to it and then realized that was it and then had to say no. Yeah, no 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 no. Because I was like, I was like, nah no no. And then I was thinking, I was like, you know, if someone's acting and you're playing a character, but I was like, no, I just don't feel comfortable. I can never see a world where I would do that. But yeah, but you did the right thing. Yeah, I don't think I could do that. I mean, I really can't like I had this acting coach and he was he was like I played a Nazi in something and he was telling me about his experience with that and like but he was like a professional theater actor and went to school for it and was like could I I'm sure get the nuances and do it. It was like and he was like it was awful and interesting and it was one of the best things roles I ever did. But I was like, Yeah, I don't I don't even fucking like acting. So I was like, I'm not going to go <laughs> put myself. I can't do that. I can't do it. But I haven't, I haven't had much auditions lately. Do you think it's over I, for me? It's done. My th- career this is isn't doing, it's not doing anything for me. I'm oscillating between freaking auditions and TikTok. I kind of stepped back a little bit to. I thought you were doing TikTok was the new thing for you. It is, but I have to, I ha- I'm now I, I've gotten enough followers. Now where I'm trying, I mean, it feels weird to say it, but I've gotten enough. The account is like kind of going enough on its own that I'm trying to do a little more quality over quantity. Okay. Otherwise, it's too. How many followers now? Like 280 or something. That's really good. If I posted more, then it does help. But I was like, "Mm." 
Mateo's friend Evan has the funniest TikTok. It is like my friend is your friend too. He's but he's like one of your best friends. He is my best friend. Yeah, fucking cinematic. Like to make cinematic stuff on TikTok is really hard because it's literally like so short. But Evan's videos are so. He's got the series, the credit card, credit, credit card, credit card fraud department. It's so funny. Evan's amazing. We were in Kentucky it's together. So good. I've, been, I've been having an um, open for me. That's so and nice to get to have a friend travel with you too. I mean, yes. nice. I had My Donnie just- and Corey, who I play Fortnite with, they came to Kentucky just to hang out. Wow. So we had like a, and I went out for once. I actually went out after the show. Really? See, I didn't. So. I'll have my friend Justin go with me, but like the last time he came, it's like, I actually didn't even see him because I was like kind of like doing stuff. So we just saw each other at the shows and he went out with like the local comics and I, I said, no, maybe I should have done it. I was like, absolutely not. And then I was like, I mean, oh, I mean, I'd love to another time. Sorry. I didn't mean to say it like that. I enjoyed going out to- What'd you do? So the bar was like, it was as if it was made for me. It was a small- bar with Christmas ornaments everywhere playing only Christmas music and everyone was just sitting fun. and talking. I was like, fun. well, this is fucking heaven. That's fun. Yeah, that's nice. I did something really nice for myself when I go to Chicago next week. I'm flying in. I got myself a really, really nice hotel for three days. Yes. Hell yeah. Does your family know you're going to be there? Or are you going to be there? Yes, I told my mom, but I was like, I've just been traveling so much. I want to wake up downtown Chicago and do nothing. Nothing. I don't want to do any. I don't want to sleep on couches. I don't want to, I don't want to be nothing. I'm going to lay down, play video games, look at my beautiful skyline, get some good coffee and then prepare for seeing 8,000 family members. When you play video games, does it leave you, do you get, is it just pure fun? Do you like get stressed by pure it? Pure fun. No, okay. no stress. So no it's not stress. like, it's not like when you like scroll Instagram for hours, right? After a while, your brain starts to hurt. You don't get that. Right. No, Instagram's probably bad for me. Um, what was it's I going to talk to you about though today? I was like, I must talk to Emma about this. Well, I'm so glad that you're going to, I'm so glad you're going to do that in Chicago. Like, that's going to be really nice. I'm going to go to Boston, then I'm going to go to Mexico for five days. Oh, and I'll everyone's come back to going to Mexico. I'm going really? to Hawaii. That's going to be so, I've never been to Mexico. I've been to Hawaii. What? You've never been to Mexico? Mm-mm. Oh, are you going to Tulum? No, we're going to, I can't pronounce it. I need to figure it out. Are you going with your girlfriend? Yeah, and her family. And I don't know how to pronounce it. It's are not even that hard. Are you visiting I, her family there? It's where her dad's family is from. Okay, Oaxaca. Cool. Oaxaca, okay. Oaxaca, not hard to pronounce. Have you, I just, it's like, I, I remember seeing how it was written and I was like, no, and she was I like, were, it's Oaxaca. And I was like, oh, I can do that. My family is from Guanajuato and Jalisco, but I've never been to either. I've just been to mm. like the touristy places to perform, but one day I'll go to, you know, we have like second cousins there. <laughs> yeah. That I that my mom is connected with through Twenty Three and Me, so it would be kind of cool just to go to Mexico and message and be like, "Hey, I'm like your cousin." Your <laughs> mom did Twenty Three and Me, and she reached yeah. out to the people. She didn't reach out to them, but did I did I ever tell you what her ethnic ethnicity? No, but thing is? maybe I would love to do Twenty Three and Me. I think that'd be really. I think that'd be like interesting. My mom's is kind of crazy. Hold on a second, because the, well, I mean, the interesting thing is like when you're 
I don't know if you're supposed to say native or indigenous. I don't know what the word you're supposed to use. They're anymore, catching but... criminals with that motherfucker because it's like once you're in 23, you pop up and it's like, oh, it's you kind of match this other thing. And then they're like, where was your cousin at on the night of January 22nd? And then they're like, you were close enough in the profile that your cousin's an exact match. Like they done it. It's like a whole 23 and me is like popping up, getting people. Okay. So my mom is 45% Southern European, Italy, <laughs> Campania uh broadly southern european so she's a lot then she then she's okay this is the mexican mix ready east asian and native american native oh. american broadly east asian and native american western asian and north african which wow. is arab egypt egyptian and levantine and northwest african and then broadly western asia and north african and then spanish and portuguese so that's what, and I did this once with um, mm. Felicia because she's the same mix because she's also, you know, from Mexico. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's so interesting. Like you're, and like, if you look at like the world, like where it's like colored, like that's like all the countries my mom's. That's from. awesome. Kind of cool. I should do that. I'd be really curious because all we know is, I'm, I just know I'm some German and then my mom has no, I mean, she's like, European problematic, whatever it problematic. is. It's not, Why would you be problematic? It's like Europe. I mean, it's like nothing good. I mean, it's because my mom's family is all like bank, like they're all bankers and stuff. I mean, they all. Mm, it, I don't know. Some. It's like it's not. It, it's like I can't. I mean, my dad's family is German, and then my mom's family is European, and they all were bankers. Well, Germans European too. Yeah, true. But the, like, like ambiguously European. And then it's like, I don't know. It's just like when people say like their grandfather was a banker and their great grandfather was a banker and everyone's a banker, everyone's a banker. It's like, okay, at some point I feel like someone was shitty. That's what I feel. No, you don't know? If at no point they're like, well, you know, Dave worked his way up in, from the like, you know, very hard circumstances and like, like pulled himself up from the bootstraps and got into this. Then it's like, oh, okay. But if it's like, oh, everyone was just a banker, you're like, why? Did someone do something real oh, shitty? My grandma's, my grandma's cousin uh, has murdered someone and her grandpa was involved with the mob and the back of a okay, truck with mind, a gun. <laughs> and my grandpa, who's Mexican, was working for like some kind of gangster family, you know, so... <laughs> Leave it to me. You're right. That's true. I know my grandma's like, yeah, my second, you know, cousin's a murderer. And, right. uh, oh yeah, they're also, yeah, my grandpa, uh, he was with a gun when they first came to America. He said he was moving, uh, alcohol around for Al Capone. Like he would, it, it, he went to America before the family. Like that's the whole thing. So maybe they, yeah, I guess I just picture them. I don't even know what the hell I picture. I've seen, like, I've seen my, my dad's grandfather always had this like, like white, no, not his grandfather. You know, yeah. My dad's grandfather always had this like white top hat and was always wearing like White top hat. Yeah, and is like white linen suits. I, that's what he is looked he, like. Is he the KFC guy? That's what he literally looked like. The K, maybe <laughs> it was the KFC guy. And my dad was joking around, but he literally looked like the KFC guy. And I'm like, I don't know. I just, I could just, I'm, you know, it was, it was different times. Mm-hmm. I'm sure. Mm-hmm. But I would love I don't know anything about my dad's family. I think they were just kind of like, they might have been around actually during like. Prick his finger and find out. Yeah, I just don't know how long his family, because my mom's family was like very recently to America. I don't know how, right. 
I don't know anything about my dad's family. Well, I, I think saw... his great I think his great grandparents were from Ireland. So mm. yeah, that would have been like turn of the century. That'd be of. so interesting to like see. We should do 23 and me. Maybe they'd send us a test for free. Open my brother up. did 23 and me. He sent it to me. And I have a first cousin named Antonio Maldonado. So there's <laughs> just some Mexican out there who's my my first cousin. I love that name. Is that the name of a famous person? Antonio Maldonado? I don't know. Sounds kind of, sounds a little... I, Maldonado sounds Italian, but it's actually a really popular Mexican name. Mex- very popular Mexican and Puerto Rican name. My, I had a cousin that was living in Mexico City because her husband is from there. And my mom was like, they moved. And now they're in the suburbs in Boston. And I was like, oh, wow, that's a big, that's like a big shift. That's a huge switch. I was in Boston, I forget when it was, it was a couple weeks ago, maybe two weeks ago. And my special uncle has been moved into this, like, it's not a, it's a home, he had a slip disc, so he's moved, he moved into a home, or retirement home, but then he got moved to a different unit because he hurt his back. And my family is insisting on, like, well, everyone needs to visit him once a day, at least he has a visitor to show accountability, like everyone, you know, the, that's working there sees that he has, like, an interest, family, his family's, like, being, like, is he recovering, you know? So I was like, okay. And I was like, does he want people visiting him every day? And my mom was like, well, it's important we do. He wants to watch TV. Like I went in to visit him twice and he was like, and I was like, Zeke, I'm sorry. They told me I have to come visit. And then you're supposed to like move, like change the paper for him. This man, I've never seen someone want to watch TV more in their life and see more. So I just like sat there with him for like two hours, but it was really nice actually. And I kind of was like, you want me to yeah, it was really, it was really, really nice. It was like a frozen moment in time too, because it was just, it was the dementia unit and it's, it was very quiet and it was actually really nice. It was, it, it was, it felt so tucked away from life because it's a mm-hmm. retirement community dementia unit. Mm-hmm. So, and when I was leaving, this woman was, this woman who lived there was like, you know, where are the eggs? And my mom was like, come on. And I was like, oh, I didn't bring any. And she was like, okay, well, what are we going to do? Because at the farm, they said they would have the eggs ready. And I was like, ah, not today. And she was like, oh, okay. And I was like, don't worry about it next time. And she was like, all right, thanks. My mom was like, what? And I was like, I interact with fucking crazy wing nuts all the time. I live in New York. Like, because she was like, how, how did you know to just, she was like, you just started, you picked up, like, she tossed me something. I'm like, ah, the fucking eggs, not today, tomorrow, one and one. They PM, just want, they're, well, they're probably a part of their brain is wanting to feel like normal conversation. Sure. So I, if that's where their brain is, then just match them up. Be like, yeah, yeah, we'll get the eggs tomorrow. Great. Love the, love an egg. Like, love an egg, but not a poached egg. How do you feel about that? Don't like them. Bah, bah, bah. I was like, yeah, I can, t- I, please, this is where I, I got this. I You're just, like, this is where I shine. Yeah, I was like, move me into the dimension unit. This is like good to go. Absolutely. But it was so, just so interesting to think about that that's like where people, you know, it's like you're really tucked away from everything mm-hmm. there. And mm-hmm. what, you know, I mean, just see, seeing him like watch the way he was watching TV, it was like, that's his like window into everything. He's watching the per- Macy's Parade or something. Um, For Thanksgiving, was, yeah. Yeah, he was. And I was like, God, I like, now, whenever there's a giant gathering, I get a little, I don't know if this is normal at all, but I'm like, ooh, I just hope everything goes smoothly. I, I maybe went to the it's... Christmas tree lighting for Rockefeller because yeah. my cousins were in town. So 
Didn't it uh, catch, didn't something catch on fire like the Fox Christmas tree? Did you that see was that? in front of the that was on Sixth Avenue, like right by where the Sirius XM building are that went what up. What happened? I don't know. Someone lit it up on fire. Mm-hmm. Damn. But you got mm-hmm. to see the Rockefeller tree? Yes, it was it was fun. I mean, it was like it's cool when you go with kids. Like we were with a sure. bunch of three-year-olds. So like they were excited and um like wow you know such a big tree i'm like yeah i realize i love hanging out my cousin's daughter's three and that's the best age to hang out with a kid because like they're kind of chit chatty with you and but like they're like still like like we were sitting at this restaurant of course she's speaking italian but like oh that's so cute yeah, she had the menu in front of her. And so then she started pretending that she worked there. So I would just, it's so easy to entertain them. But she would say in Italian, like, what do you want to order? And then I would pick something that's not on the menu. So I would right. say, like, oh, I, bet that I want, yeah, like, I want um, a, a really big cake. And she's looking, you know, she, we, we don't have it. We don't have it. And then I would say, okay, I want a meatball. And then she would point at, like, a pizza. She's like, we have it. I, I like, love great. that. I want one of those. But it's like so easy to hang out with them. They're so cute. That's great. See, my uncle's like the opposite of that now. He you it used to be easy. It used to be like, hey, look at that. And he'd be like, whoa, a bird. And you talk about like you talk about the colors of it. Now it is like everyone feels like they are 100 percent bombing. Lexi came with me one day. She's like, he hates me. I was like, no, it's just like when someone's younger or much older and it's like there's like a disconnect and ability to engage when they don't seem into it you're really like Ar-. that like my niece re-upped me i was like oh yeah i'm good i'm good with people because i would just go ah! and she'd be like Aah! and then i and then everyone would be like emma stop 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 you're amping them up but i bet you're fun. a really good aunt it's fun it's fun i just like chase her around and i'm like bah, 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 bah. we went to the toy store she was very reserved she was spending a lot of time she, and i was like what about that and she was like no that's not what i want and it was kind of like oh what about that and she was like no and then I, we were in there for about an hour and a half and i was like okay like aren't you supposed to want everything and she was like no and then she found a doll and she's like this is the one for me and i was like jesus christ <laughs> so then i got her the, I got her the fucking i was like done let's go let's get out of here <laughs> got her the little doll yeah i was quite popular with that weekend with the kids are you excited to go home for Christmas and you know I'm excited. I haven't done any Christmas shopping. I'm not doing I'm doing Christmas shopping for my niece. That's it. Yeah, maybe I should do that cuz I haven't gotten anybody anything. It's also my birthday on December 20th, which I'll be in Boston for, which Oh is my nice. god, Emma, I can't forget. I have to put it into my phone right now. It's nice. I don't mind it. It's like I just like to like keep it like really. It's just processing life is a real endeavor especially because it's like christmas thanksgiving christmas new year's hanukkah it's like all these i don't celebrate hanukkah i'm just mentioning it because i want to shout outs to hanukkah because there were no fucking where's the hanukkah decorations in new york they're all over the place like in diners outside da 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 in diners yes that's well hanukkah's over now i know no no union square not in starbucks i didn't see anything in times square i was like hello Well, starbucks they have to do so those places have to do holiday like corporations have to do holiday so they have so they don't do christmas so if you look at starbucks they have red green and blue so the blue kind of i take it oh blue is oh that would be their hanukkah got it got it okay because i was looking out for some reason i always am like i'm like what the fuck especially in new york because it's like, okay, 
Well, New York, as I'm saying, like you go to like a diner or something, like New York's very Jewish. So you would see like menorahs all over and stuff. Like, right. You can always catch a menorah here and there. But, right. you know, Hanukkah is, um, I was invited to a Hanukkah party that I was so upset I couldn't go to. Mm. It was like a Hanukkah dinner. I shouldn't say like a party, you know what I mean? But um, yeah, I've just been too busy traveling and now I'm finally home and I'm excited to just be fucking home. How long are you going to be in New York for? Till next Thursday. Great. And then you're going to go, how long are you going to go away for? I come back January 3rd. Me too. I'm going to come, or January 2nd, which will be really nice. And then I'm doing a show kind of near Chicago in Batavia, Illinois. Have you ever heard of that? No. That's a good sign. Batavia? Batavia. I'd never had heard of it either. It sounds like something you take to make yourself poop regularly. No offense to anybody. <laughs> <that you can't laughs> Let me see. Yeah, like Activia, it. like Activia. That's what I'm thinking of. Yeah. By the way, my friend Jess or my friend Batavia. Patty got me onto Drag Race Italia. Ooh, so Italy, I bet Italy's that's so Drag good. Race. It is the most dramatic, insane show I think I've ever seen in my entire life. More so than the American one. Oh, American's Child Play. Really? But I love it. I, yeah, and the fucking pit crew, the guy, the like, the muscle dudes are so fucking hot mm. it's, it's crazy but like it's so italian like everything's like over the top dramatic mess screaming crying yelling drama like it's kind of it's really like even if you don't speak italian you should watch it with subtitles because it's really fun it's so fun to also have like a new show to watch because then you're like oh god something i can just like Do you have any shows you can recommend i got nothing and i gotta fly to fucking yes. hawaii i got a show weeks. What? Love Life is so good on HBO Max. I love that show. I don't know if I would recommend it to you. No, it's either it's one. It's like a it's like a commentary on like all the different relationships in your life, and it's really good. I'm wondering if it's like it's not it's not a downer. It's not a downer. It's but it's like a it's. Have you I don't seen know if I can handle one? it down right now. I'm just no. I'm just so on the fringe of depression right i'm on the like, fringe of depression too because that's why i'm like it's like we I'm talk, like, why are you on the fringe of depression i feel I'm like you're, fr- like you're doing great like, no i and my tooth it's just like a lot like I, so i'm like okay you have to continue to make yourself work out i because i haven't really been doing that and i was like you have to keep doing that whereas when i'm not feeling depressed it's very easy i'm like ooh, time to go to the gym when i'm feeling depressed it's like really negotiating with myself and it's like okay I just do it a couple times a week maybe just get yourself there. Like, but it's like hard. What, what's, can I add, can we dig deeper into this or you don't want to talk about it? I'll talk. I think that it was, and I feel better about it now, but I think it was turning 36 and then just being like, Oh, you know what it is also. And I keep, it's not a thing to be seriously depressed about at all. Like, you know, your attitude is everything with this stuff. Yes. There's chemical like depression, but that's not what I have felt myself slipping into. Mine would really be like mental because I, when I would start to go down that spiral, I'd been like, stop, you're telling yourself a story and that would help, like just kind of right. stop it. What I was doing was I would be like, okay, like everything in entertainment has changed, but it's not just entertainment, it's like everything. Like social media is just everywhere in like every industry too. Like truly, my, my sister's a fitness instructor, she's so social media oriented now. And I just was like, God, is this what I want to be doing? So, and it is. But for some reason, I find it quite depressing for about a week. And then I got my period. So who knows if it was just that or, but I don't know. I think 
I'll get, I was just feeling like overwhelmed, I guess. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so it was kind of like teetering on depression, but it was helpful to be like, if I started going down that road being like, stop, like, it, because I'd be like, look, what's happening right now? What's happening today? Like mm-hmm. you have, like what you're, what you're starting to picture isn't something you actually know. It's not part of what you need to do today. So mm-hmm. don't, don't like go there. You know what I mean? That's actually really good advice because it is sort of like, do not fret about tomorrow or even this evening. Worry about right now. And it's like, also like, what oh, are you the- worried about? And the telling yourself stories in your head is the biggest thing out. where you just start to scenarioize. And it's like, Truly. one, this has nothing to do with my life. And two, why am I like feeding into this narrative that doesn't and even exist? And we don't exist? know. And it's mm-hmm. like, is that, is that happening to you right this exact second? Or, or if it's like the complaints, like, ah, everything's changed. It's like, all right, then it, everything changes. Mm-hmm. so what's like right now what do you need to do eat get water do your work go to sleep fucking fuck get a tooth have sex yeah like do you know what like, made what me feel really right r- really good was the everyone on inside the closet who wrote us all those nice messages after thank their you guys spotify so yes, came out you. saying like my number one or my number four or my number three and like people saying like hey you guys really help me feel normal or help me i'm on the brink mm. of depression and listening to you to mm. talk like that kind of stuff makes because Emma and I look, we've been through makes all the difference in the world. It makes all the difference. Yeah, it makes and all the me, difference. And to me, it's like even if we're depressed and we don't feel like doing certain things, it's like we do always want to do this podcast, no matter what, because it's like it's making other people happy. Yeah, and I think talking is very like therapeutic too. Like from like that's another thing. I'll feel I do feel better. Do I like there's no isolated thing that I'm doing that makes me miserable. It's just sometimes it all feels I think like- I think I know what you mean though. It's like this sense of like not having a direct path. And so you're just sort of like throwing anything at the wall, which is sort of I'm in the but same position. I bet a lot of people feel that way too, because then they could be like, Yeah, or I do have the path laid out for me and oh my fucking God, that right. sucks too. Right. It's like this is my whole life ahead of me. But we also right. all really where I learned that storyteller thing was my friend who does i don't know if it's related to him being a trainer or not so he's like works with like mine you know a lot of like discipline but he said that like when he starts doing telling himself things that are not helpful he'll be like okay storyteller stop and like kind of naming mm-hmm. it mm-hmm. so i've been able to do that but then in the past couple weeks like there was one night i didn't get any sleep and that went out the fucking window like me yeah, being no like, sleep also. storyteller eh. Storyteller no was like thing fucking is, everything. Is fucking so hard. Have you been getting sleep? Yeah. Well, this past three days, like even last night, I had like a date and I was like, Woo! I'm going to bed. I said, I'm going, I'm goodbye at 11 o'clock. I was like, goodbye. I need sleep. And, and I what did home. he say? He was okay. He's like, I'm like, I'm sorry. I'm just like setting up boundaries with myself. Like, I need to be in bed and Wait. I need to get sleep because I yeah. can't be doing everything all at the same time. And he was, was like, like okay. okay, yeah, yeah. He probably mm-hmm. didn't need any of that info. You're like, no, not at all. <laughs> yeah, you're like, just you know, I'm setting a boundary like I've never done before. And he's like, uh, yeah, I needed to go to bed too. Right, right. Hi, right. later. Then I'm a complete fucking psycho, and I right. need to go to bed. I need to put myself to fucking bed. <laughs> yeah. Good night. Don't we all? Are you yeah. going to see the person <laughs> again? You think? Maybe. Look, I'm not taking anything really seriously right now. I right. have not gotten over my ex. And there's like debilitating that takes time. 
And it's not even that like I'm sitting and wallowing over it. What it means is like my heart hasn't recharged. So Mm, I need to let like the dust, I need to let the dust settle. Totally. Before I'm like, hey, let me go commit to this because I don't have the capacity to do so. 100%. Absolutely. That's a really beautiful way to say that heart recharge. I know what you mean. Oh, thank you. It's really, (laughs) it really is like. It was a song I sang. It sounds like a beautiful song that I would probably listen to. Uh, Thank you. When did you go to, when's the Hawaii trip? Hawaii is December, the end of December for New Year's. Great. Oh, that'll be, oh my, so are you performing on New Year's? I am not. No, we are, we're just vacation. It's vacation, vacation, vacation. Let me tell you guys, New Year's Eve is one of the toughest nights to perform on. The worst. Yeah, there was about four years where I was like, I'm not doing this. And then I would keep doing it. Because I had this one show in the middle of Times Square. It was at a movie theater. And I was headlining it, and which I kind of want to put in quotes. But I was headlining it. But they had me go up after the ball drop. And it was so, I think someone threw up. After the ball drop? Pandemonium. It was pandemonium. <laughs> it was me. It was actually a really good show. It was Naomi Kerrigan, who's really funny. Love. She's so great. And I think her like mom was there. This is so many years ago. But it was she did, we were co-headlining it, and she went on before the ball drop. And then I went on after the ball drop. And it was people were so fucking drunk. It was so and I remember being like, no more New Year's Eve shows. And then I did it for a couple more years. And then one yeah, New I, Year's Eve, I was performing at New York Comedy Club. This is before I met Kike or anything. It was like five years ago. And I remember like right before you get the flu, you don't you start to feel weird. But I was like, I yeah. have to do these shows. So I just took four ibuprofen. Uh-oh. I went down there, took a, a shot of espresso, did the show, went home, woke up. I was so sick, Emma. So sick. I couldn't move out of my bed. Felicia had to come over to my apartment with Gatorade. Who's Felicia and again? Um, my friend Felicia. Oh, yes. And, and, Who you, uh, did you used to live with for a little bit? I lived with her for yes. a little bit. Okay, yeah. there we go. Yeah. So she had to come over to my apartment to basically give me some. And I did not recover from that flu. It was like a week later. I finally could start doing, like I could finally start moving around. That's that was the sickest thing. I think I've ever been in my entire life. Really? That's a different time too, because, well, hopefully, like for me, like I used to do that stuff all the time. Whereas now if I'm sick, I stay in. Right. But I used to be like, I'll just get through this show and then go home. Just putting everyone else's health at risk. What the fuck? Yeah. I remember being like, I just got to get my body there. And then the adrenaline, not even thinking about, that was one of the first things I thought about during the pandemic, like the week one of lockdown when people were like, who are these people that were out and about sneezing and not washing their hands? And I was like, I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I'd punch them in the face if I ever met one, fuck. But I actually, I'm going to get my booster shot, which let me tell you. I'm getting mine when I get to Chicago. It was hard to get. I'm getting mm-hmm. it next Monday. I thought, mm-hmm. was there some PR push where they said, oh, if you want a booster shot, you just go into a CVS? I thought you could just walk in and get one. I swear right. I heard that somewhere on the Yes, ice. because some people did. And then it, they've changed because now the new variant. And so because it's a new variant, people have I to had make to schedule fucking, online. Like, I was trying to sign up. And it was like, as I was trying to sign up, the times were like getting taken. And so I was like, mother 
and once it gets competitive, then I'm like, oh, what the fuck? So I found a time that was easy to get because I'm going a place I've never heard of before. Staten <laughs> Island. No, I'm just kidding. I'm not Staten Island. Way oh, out in Brooklyn. It's just, it's like an hour and a half out in the Brooklyn. I found one on the Upper West Side and then I couldn't fuck. do it because it's like, fuck, I have to, I have to do this when I get to Chicago because my, mm. wor- my work week's so busy. I'm like, if I just get to Chicago next week and do you can it. rest. Then yeah. I can rest. Yeah, I'm like, whatever, I'll be sick. I'll be in a nice hotel. Who cares? Right. I don't think you're going to get, I don't think we're going to get sick. If you guys, let us know how you felt after you got your booster. I'm very curious. Christy Cello said she got brutally sick and I got sick from fuck. both my vaccines. From I didn't both, get sick at from all. the first and the second. Maybe you won't get sick. I got really, 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 really sick. So I'm like, I don't, I, of course I'm going to get sick for the third time. I was counting on not getting sick. I would like to not get sick at all. Ideally. Well, hopefully we can, when next time we do this episode, we can report back and let everybody know. <laughs> we got sick yeah. Off. Cause I mean, I'm supposed to, I forget exactly what time I'm going. I'm like blocking the two days off, but, um, I'm just, you know what it is? I'm really grateful to be able to get it because if we think about, if we, this time last year, I wasn't even vaccinated. So, mm-hmm. and I was like trying to figure out, okay, where, how am I going to do that? So it's nice that we can even like, and my mom got the booster. Most everyone, my niece and nephew. Yeah, I got to tell my mom to get the booster. Yeah, my mom. And my grandparents. She got it. She's going to Florida in January, February. And I was like, I want to come visit you. And she's like, ah, there's no extra bed. It's just a trundle bed. And I was like, I'll get a the hotel. Hell's a trundle bed. No idea. Guess, and I was like, I'll get a hotel. And she was like, well, no, you can stay in the trundle. I'm like, no, I, I don't know what that is now, but I'll get a bed. And she was like, you'll stay in the trundle. So I don't know what the <laughs> fuck that means, but. Well, it's been nice catching up with you. Yes. Great to catch up with you. And thank you guys so much for the support. And, yes. you know, holidays are hard. Hang in there. They also can be exciting. Whatever it is, it'll, it'll pass. But according to my mindfulness books, it's like, try to also be in, it's like be in the moment, but everything passes. I tried <laughs> meditating. I started meditating every day for two minutes and it lasted eight days. Oh, great. Great. Longest two minutes of my life. I'll tell you that. <laughs> I need to start well, doing it again, but Jesus. I love you very much, Emma. And you too. Thank you guys. You Happy holidays. And do you want to plug any shows? Um, I will be in Houston and Denver in January. Go to MateoLaneComedy.com for tickets. I will be in Bativia, Illinois the first weekend in January. The tickets will be at IMEmmaWilman.com. And then on January 22nd, I will be in Pennsylvania at Steel Stacks. I'll get where in Pennsylvania. I'll get that info. But Emma... I am emmawilman.com. Thank you guys. Star Bands Audio, a podcast, <clears throat> a podcast network.